and you're listening to a podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Jose Rodriguez. And I'm Sandra Rivera. Sandra is here for the very first time. She has been in the podcast, but we have reached out to her over the phone. But she was nice enough to be a part of this podcast. So welcome. Thank you. Sandra Rivera is the mother of my son. She's also uh, my ex-wife. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I brought Sandra in because I thought how perfect to have Sandra in for this discussion. My son recently had his first sleepover, uh, which I am very much against. You know, I'd rather just keep him in la casa, you know, safe and sound, you know, locked up in his room where nothing bad can happen. So he went to somebody's house for a sleepover? Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Okay, Uh, I I went along with it reluctantly because his mother uh, said yes, right? Yeah, I didn't even consult. Mm -mm. No, she just made made up her mind, right? (laughs) So I'm like, okay, está bien, fine. All right, 10 minutes after he (laughs) arrives at the house, uh, he calls me on FaceTime from Sandra's phone. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he just wanted to say, I love you, daddy. You know, don't worry, daddy, I'll be okay. I pick up the phone and my son's got a busted lip, okay? <laughs> Swollen lip, bleeding, right? And I'm like, what happened? Uh, I was in a trampoline and and everybody was jumping and I tried to do a somersault and I and I hit my, my lip with my knee. Now I'm mad, right? <laughs> now I'm mad. Because I'm like, first of all, we don't do trampolines. You know what I mean? You're Puerto Rican. You don't do trampolines, right? <laughs> you know, you're not an acrobat. You know what I mean? You're Puerto Rican. What we do is we watch people on trampolines. That's what we do, right? And then when they get hurt, you go get help. That's what we do. We go get help. So that in the background, I see like Sandra's curly hair. And I'm like, wait, is mommy in the bathroom with you? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what, what's mommy doing? Mom is almost passed out. <laughs> she's got her head down, right? Like, she's, like, hurt. And I'm like, is mommy okay? And no, she doesn't feel good, Dad. I go, put mom on the phone, please. He puts the phone, and she goes, oh, you know how the sight of blood just makes me sick. I don't feel good. I really don't feel good. I go, are you kidding me? My son is hurt, and you're too nauseous to help him? Is this where I'm at right now? Right? I'm freaking out. She's like, he'll be fine. He'll he'll be fine. I'm like, how about you? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not proud of this. <laughs> so, Sandra, you are here to defend yourself. So go ahead, please. I'm not really sure I can defend myself. It was a it was a low point. Right. So I know the, the, the other kid's mom actually came in the room and was like, are you OK? She, literally, the color <laughs> out of my face was gone. I was white as a ghost. And it's always been that way. I cannot, I get nauseous at the sight of blood. I need to get some air. The temperature in the room went up 50 degrees. Do you understand how um, how nerve-wracking that is for me? <laughs> that my son gets hurt 10 minutes into his sleepover, and I'm trying to console him. I'm trying to stay calm, and his mother is almost passed out behind him. Tu me entiendes? So was that his first time that he like got busted where bleeding came out? Yeah, it looked yeah, bad, bro. I think bro. so. Yeah, I, I think God blessed us with not giving us a kid who was a daredevil and who constantly getting hurt. Because, a Jose. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Because I can't stand the sight of blood. And this one gets ridiculously angry I get mad, when his bro. son gets hurt. I get mad. One time one time he like bumped into a wall when he was little learning how to walk and, and he, he started crying and I started punching the wall. Like I wanted... <laughs> I wanted him to, to, I wanted him to see me punching the wall. I was like, I, I got was like, bad wall, and I started punching the wall. You know what I mean? Because I get so mad that anything would hurt my son. You know what I mean? No, Eta, this is a true story. She cannot stand not just the sight of blood. She doesn't like the sight of pain, right? Uh, Even mm-hmm. if it's potential pain. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I had a cyst removed from my back. Remember that? Yep. Years and years ago, I had a cyst removed from my back, and I was uh, living in Miami, and she was living in Orlando. And it was one of those um, same-day operations. Same day, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they sent me home, and uh, but I needed the, the sutures to be cleaned and, and the, the gauze to be replaced and all that, right? So Sandra was like, all right, you know what? I'll fly down. And, and, and help you out for the first few days, and then I'll fly back back home. And I thought, oh, my God, how sweet, how perfect, because I could not reach that, right? right? She gets in from the airport. She goes straight to the apartment. I'm basically, you know, uh, I can't do anything, right? Five minutes into the visit, as soon as she goes to take out the gauze, all I hear is like, oh, I got to go sit down. I got <laughs> to go sit down. And I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? What, what do you see? Is, is it really bad? She goes, no, I haven't even taken it off. I'm just, I'm nauseous. I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and I'm like, I need, I need you to, to clean that. She's like, I can't, I can't hear, here. And she's like, giving me the Neosporin. Here, you can reach. <laughs> I, I, I go, no, that's why you came down here was for this purpose only, just to help me clean the wound. And she's like, just, <clears throat> just give me a second, okay? I just need to close my eyes. Wow. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> She came, she flew down to Miami and basically I spent all weekend taking care of her. It's an internal struggle. I, in my head, I tell myself, you can do this, pull it together. It's not that big a deal. They're not in that much pain. I'm telling myself this and biology takes over. (laughs) My dad actually passed out the first time I ever got stitches, which was, I cracked the back of my head. What? I hit the corner of a wall and my head just... Okay. Open. Okay. Yep. But a lot of people would pass out from that. Okay. He's my dad. He should have like my mom held my head and she told my dad to go get dressed because this is no. in the Dominican Republic. If your, so head, no if your head splits open, I think that's enough. You yep. know what I mean? It's just a little blood. No, the, my son just had a little swollen lip with a line across. Okay. Okay. I need to feel. I need to be dramatic about it, okay? But she's <laughs> sucking up all the dramatic air from the room because she's almost like, you know, passing out from Like it. my dad. She's passing out at the sight of blood. Papa, you split your head open, okay? It, it was a gash. If my, son, if my son had split his head open, okay, she would have split hers, passing out, okay? Probably would have, yep. Any kind of head injury needs to be checked out by a doctor immediately. You want to check to make sure that they are still breathing, that they still have a pulse. I had a bad sleepover incident one time, too. It was actually my first and last sleepover that I went to. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. I got invited, and my mom was telling me, no, don't go. And I was like, no, but I want to go. So she finally let me go, and they were going to feed us dinner. Well, when we got there, everybody's getting ready. We were playing, and they call us to the table to eat dinner. This was when I was eight years old, and I still remember it vividly. They gave us a toast with some jelly and a little glass of milk. So I eat that thing quick. I'm thinking it's like the appetizer. I'm like, all right. Palate cleanser. Right? I was, yeah. I'm like, all right, I got this. And I eat it and I see everybody else done and they're clearing their plates and getting up. And I'm like, oh, this was dinner? I was like, so, you know, like a little boy who was well-trained and is not going to yell or say anything. I just started playing. And the next morning I was crying, telling my mom I didn't eat anything. They didn't let me eat. And she goes, what do you mean? You came for, they gave me a little piece of bread with some jelly and milk. I'm starving. <laughs> so from then on, people would ask me, let's go to, a, you know, come spend the night or come eat dinner. And I'd be like, nope. No, you, you'd nope. bring your own lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope. Jose, why are you bringing food? Just in case. <laughs>
<laughs> but what was your mom's reaction when you told her that, though? She was cracking up because she goes, te lo dije. Goes, no. te lo dije. Now you want to go sleep over in <laughs> yeah. somebody else's house? Go Vete. Vete. But you don't know what's for dinner. Vete. Here, you know what you're going to eat. Right. There, mira, ve. <laughs> yeah. Sandra, do you have a story about a sleepover? I do. I do. Yeah. I didn't get hurt, but... Uh, do you remember, do you know that game, light as a feather, stiff as a board? I do not. What is it? I okay, do. you do. Yes. So you are supposed to have somebody lay on the ground and everybody else puts their two fingers on both hands underneath them and you recite light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board. And it's, you're supposed to be able to lift them off the ground with just the sheer power of your fingers and whatever energy is in the air. What do you mean energy is in the air? What's the point of this game? I got a feeling it involves like paranormal activity. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you're doing as little kids. Exactly. As little kids, you think it's paranormal. But when you get older, you realize that it's just the body weight was was spread out between everybody's fingers. In my head. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. We actually lifted a body off of the ground. We levitated a body. How many? How many kids? <laughs> there were about ten of us. So ten of you lifted up. How many pounds do you think? Uh, probably sixty. Okay, 60, so you, so you're saying you know for absolute certainty that there was no paranormal activity assisting you in helping you lift sixty pounds. I don't think there was. Okay, you don't. In think In my there was. memory. There was. We levitated them. And how did that ma- girl came off the ground? And, and what was your <laughs> and, what, what, what was your response to it? Oh, I think we all t- took our fingers out and screamed and you know giggled and and left and that was it. And mm. then you know you go play Bloody Mary in the in the but bathroom. What is Bloody Mary? <laughs> What you don't is, know Bloody Mary either. Is that what you guys sleep over other people's houses so, so <laughs> that you can? That's what we did. <laughs> so that you can incite ghosts. What's Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary is you stand in front of a mirror and you recite, say the word Bloody Mary three times, right? You gotta close your you eyes. You gotta close your eyes and say Bloody Mary three times, and then when you open your eyes, supposedly Bloody Mary will be the reflection in the mirror, and you have to get out before right. Bloody Mary kills you. Bloody Mary's a witch who just happens to live out in a cottage in the middle of the woods. She would kidnap young teenage girls from a nearby village, taking their souls as her own. A village mob formed up and killed Bloody Mary. Before her death, she vowed revenge, as she would come back as a spirit by using a mirror. So because you're closing your eyes, you know when you open your eyes, you have that visual effect of something? That's what Bloody Mary is, except to the kids, it's like, oh, there was a ghost there. Bloody Mary was there. Nobody played tag or hide and go sleep. <laughs> we did. I mean, I played with, like, you know, matchbox cars. Right? That's what we did. Yeah. Not well, you know, it's interesting that Sandra is so uh, comfortable in concluding that there was no paranormal activity. Uh, because Sandra, in real life, is a ghost magnet. That is true. That is absolutely true. <laughs> really? uh, why don't you yeah. tell them about your experiences in, in uh, college? Oh, in college, I went to an all-women's college that was over 200 years old in North Carolina, which had a history of paranormal activity. They did. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they put it on their brochure. So if they put that in the brochure, you still went to the I school? I still went. <laughs> I would have been like, nope, let's I, pick no. another I one. I would have been like, thank you for the uh, heads no, up. No, no, uh, no. Next, yeah. no. next college. I came home from work one night and we had bunk beds and I would hang uh, a blanket on the top bunk bed so I had a little bit of darkness in there. And I laid in my bed, laid on my on my stomach, and I wasn't even laying down 10 seconds where I, all of a sudden I felt this weight on top of me. And then something whispered really sinister in my ear. Bloody Mary. <laughs> and then it jumped off of me, just like that. 
Yeah, did. That, that was for real. Yeah. That was for real. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that you're sure was that, paranormal I'm activity. positive. Okay, you think that maybe that was Bloody Mary after all these years finally tracking you down? Could have been. Yeah, no, what do you mean could have been? <laughs> it was. Or maybe it was her roommate and she's just quick. It was not my roommate. You know, when she told me this story, I was like, um, so then what happened? The next day you dropped out of college? Right. <laughs> And she was like, absolutely not. What? I don't understand how you still live in that place or you still go to school in that place after that happens. And she's like, oh, you know, I just, you know, I just get used to it. You do. No. Faucets no. turning on. What? <laughs> what? Wait a second. What? Yeah. Faucets. This is this is legit, bro. No, this, it's legit. And she attracts these like, you know, forces. Can the ghost at least help during tests? Oh, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, look, if you're going to be here, at least help me out. Listen, you know? if you're going to like lay on top of me and push me down, could you just take care of my science homework? Because I got to read, I got to read like 50 pages. Right? Can you knock that out for me? How about I take a nap and when I wake up, my science project is completed. Yeah, be helpful. Do something. <laughs> you scared me. Check. Now assist me. That'd be right. nice. <laughs> what about the time we went to St. Augustine? Yes. You know, St. Augustine is the oldest, uh, was it the oldest uh, city or oldest town of the United States? Mm -hmm. Correct. And it's uh, reportedly the most haunted. Yes. So Sandra and I went to St. Augustine years ago. And we did the, a typical uh, the ghost, ghost tour. tour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Because I'm like, yeah, while we're here, there's nothing else to do in St. Augustine. Let's take the ghost tour. And so you meet at night and you do these uh, different stopping points like the fort uh, the cemetery, etc. So on our way to the tour, we drove by the cemetery. And as we're driving by the cemetery, the radio starts going nuts. Like for no reason. Like it was mm -hmm. playing perfectly for two hours on our way there. Then it starts like changing stations and getting all weird. Sandra goes, oh, you know what that is? See, like now she's the ghost expert. Right. <laughs> She's like, that's the the forces, you know, the spirits like interfering electronically with the radio. And I'm like, oh, come on now. What? You know what I mean? So did you turn around and go somewhere else? No, I turned around and went back the, the same way to see if it would happen again. And what happened? And it happened again. So yep. now I'm legitimately like scared <laughs> of Sandra. You know, I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, like I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, I'm dating somebody who's haunted because this, this is crazy. This has never happened. So we go on the tour and what happens? So we're with our tour group and we're in front of the cemetery of an old church. And the tour guide is talking about a story of a bishop. And you know how in the Catholic church they have, I don't, I'm not Catholic. So they, they the holy water when they, they take it from yeah. the little canister yeah. and they, and they, they kind of flick it and mm -hmm. spray right so we're standing there at least standing to my left and all of a sudden i feel water like hit my face from the side i'm like what what and i'm looking up there's no water from the trees it's not been raining no clear skies. Around me. clear skies nothing but wow. it came at me from the side and i touched my face and my face was wet when they were talking about the bishop we're in the middle of a group we're not alone mm -hmm. right and she turns to me she goes what was that and i go <laughs> would you stop she goes no no like i just got sprayed in the face and i'm like what? Stop playing. She goes, no, seriously. I got sprayed in the face. And I was like, oh, my God. Tell them what happened at the fort. So we're sitting on a little bench. It's just me and Ellie sitting next to each other. And we're listening to the tour guide. And then I feel uh, somebody tap my hand. And I turn to Ellie. And I'm like, what? And he he's obviously confused. And I'm like, what? You, you tapped me. What do you want? I'm like, nothing. I didn't tap you. Stop playing. I'm like, somebody tapped my hand. 
<laughs> Legit tap my hand. This tour's over. <laughs> uh, when do we talk about refunds? Because yeah. uh, that's my question. Refunds. Yep. Uh, I didn't realize I was at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, I didn't I'm realize done. this ghost tour was interactive. Um, I was just hoping to listen to ghost stories, uh, not be a part of it. No. I had an encounter with a wolf spider the other day. You okay. Ever, you ever dealt with them? I have no idea what, what those are. They're like brown spiders, but they're kind of hairy. Kind of look like a tarantula, but small, very small. No, I don't I don't look at spiders long enough to, you know, to study them. I just kill them. Well, that was the thing. I tried to kill it and it got away. And it happened to be in our bedroom. So then I was in a dilemma. I'm like, do I tell Lisette that I tried to kill a spider and I missed? <laughs> Or do I not tell her? Okay. And then we just go to bed, and when I see it again, I'll kill it. Oh, this was a night? Yeah. This was like right before bedtime? Yes. Oh, that's a big deal. I was watching my own show in the bedroom, and she was watching the living room TV, and I had a little fight with the spider, but I missed. Oh. And where where uh, did it go? I, I don't know. Like, like it, why did you give up? Because it ran towards the bed, and then it disappeared. And you were like, eh, that's that's enough. Yeah. You, you got me. <laughs> I was like, well, I looked with a flashlight for a while, but they, they can make themselves so little that they can go into any little crevice and you can't make yourself little You're, at all no i don't even fade under the bed so it was That's like, right. as soon as it went under the bed you were like ah, yeah, you win you win so go ahead so i told Lisette, and that was a mistake so Wh- then why she, why because then she's like i'm not going to bed i'm like what do you mean you're not going to bed it's not gonna crawl out and kill us in the middle of the night well i don't know it's a wolf spider that sounds ominous no that's just what they name it it's a harmless spider all they eat is insects sandra actually. I don't care what they call it. See, <laughs> it could it could be it could be a holy spider. That's the name of it. It's a holy spider. Said you'll be like, no. We ended up going to bed, and I didn't sleep all night because she kept waking me up saying she heard things and like she felt things. So I kept having to check the room. Now all of a sudden, the wolf spiders walking around with shoes. Right. <laughs> so right. we don't find it that night at all. Two days later, she calls me at work, and she's like hyper, and she's like, "I killed it." I'm like, "Oh, good." She goes, "No." She goes, "But that's not it." It was full of babies. Oh. And when I killed it, because oh, no. they, they carry, so wolf spiders carry their babies on their back. Mm. Like they are actually moving on mm. their back. And she said that when she killed it, like 50 little babies just sprawled out running and she had to start oh, killing all of them too. My God. So now instead of one wolf spider, we might have about six or seven that have gotten away in <laughs> well, our bedroom. Well, so, yeah, at least one of them had to, got at away. Least. And that one's mad. Because we just killed her mom. Yeah. So that one's coming for blood. That one's got that memory. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, look, I was just chilling with my moms. And, you know, this lady comes along and kills all 49 of us. With a chancleta. So she's just sitting there like like a -a whack-a-mole. She's just kind (laughs) of... That's what she said, actually. She goes, that looked like I was playing whack-a-mole. Okay. Now you have, like, 50-plus creatures dead on your floor. What does she do next? She scooped them up with a napkin Uh, and threw them out in the toilet. Oh, come on. Nice little burial. No, no, this is that's a, that's the exact reason why I don't step on spiders anymore after I learned that. Okay, so what do you how do you deal with them? I get the vacuum cleaner. Oh, 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 man. <laughs> so, then, so then you have 50 babies in the vacuum cleaner. I suck them in and then I get a trash bag and I dump it out. Um, okay, what about um, small lizards like altijos? Oh, those I'm good. I just grab with my hand oh. and I try, I, I gotta be careful because I, I don't want to crush them. Because they're they're gentle. 
But the problem we have, like in our, you don't hurts, want to be like Lenny from a yes, nice <laughs> That's how I feel. I'll be. Uh, I don't. I love lizards. So, but they get into our house and then they die because they have no food. So I feel bad. I'm like, come here, buddy. I'm trying to get you outside where you're gonna live. Uh, but they try to squirm, and I have killed one before where I grabbed him and, he, and I felt his and you're rib like, cage. And you're like, you squ- I told you not to squirm. <laughs> yeah. I told you to stay still. Definitely right. pulled the Lenny on him. I done a bad thing. I done a, a really bad thing. How do you deal with them? I don't have a problem with lizards. They're just too fast for me. So if I could catch them, I would. But because I can never seem to be able to catch them, I'll usually just kind of brush them out with a broom, try and get them outside of the house. Okay. Emmeline goes nuts. (laughs) Over a lizard? She loses her mind. (laughs) If she sees a baby lizard like on a wall... Forget it. It's like uh, it's game over. She could. She might as well sell the house. Like she's like, scared of lizards. Well, she's not a Florida girl, so right. She doesn't understand how like these things get in the house. And of course, we call Jose, and Jose's like, "Oh, they get in all the time because they don't have a, a vertebrae, so they're basically able to get in through any crevice." And I'm like, <laughs> "Jose, that's not what we wanted to hear." You know what I mean? We wanted to hear like we just you know they they snuck in while we opened the door for a second, and Jose was like, "Nah, they get in all the time. It's Florida." <laughs> You know, just like there's gators in every watering hole. I had one hanging on my uh, suit jacket in the closet, just hanging out on the shoulder of my suit jacket. God, she would have thrown it out. She would have been like, I'm going to burn it, and then I'm going to throw away the ashes. When I was little, I used to grab them, and then like if you hold them right by the head, they open their mouth, and then I would put them in my ear, and they'd clamp their their mouth so it looks like I had, like he was biting my ear, like I had a little earring, but then I'd run in the house yelling like I had been attacked. So I'd run in the house, ah! No, no. Now, here, if there's a lagartijo, I have to um, kill it, right? Oh. No. I, because I'm not going to be grabbing them and putting them in, as in my earring. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but grab them and put them outside. The problem is that I need a wad of paper, right? Because I don't want to feel it, right? <laughs> so you can't feel the lagartijo? Right. So I get this wad of paper. It's like a catcher's mitt of right. paper towels, right? And so I just grab them. So to make sure that he's in there, I just squeeze, right? And, but 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 I say, sorry, little guy. I do say that. I do say that. Well, I do it. Sorry, little guy, but you picked the wrong house to come into. So I we had this routine where I like I'll I'll, I'll ball up the paper towel, and then Emmeline rushes and gives me uh, scotch tape, and then and then I seal the the ball of paper towel because I don't want to feel nothing. You know what I mean? And now I have this wad of paper towel wrapped up in scotch tape and now i'm chasing emmeline around the house with it because she's freaking out in other words i can't even toss it at her because she feels like maybe the lagartijo is gonna squirm out (laughs) and in midair like attack her any little crevice so i go listen i don't like doing this but my reward for doing it is chasing you around the house with a dead lagartijo my mom is actually that petrified of frogs she can't stand frogs like but to the point i feel bad for the frogs around her house because she'll pour salt on them because you know that that dries them and it kills them well that's torture it is worse than what i I tell her i'm like you're torturing and she goes they're torturing me i'm like no they're not hi ho kermit the frog here the streets of washington heights will come alive with the rhythm and excitement of lin-manuel miranda's in the heights coming to orlando shakes september 5th through october 7th this high energy multi-tony award-winning musical follows a latin community on the brink of change full of hopes dreams and pressures where the biggest struggles can be deciding which traditions you take with you and which ones you leave behind Tickets on sale now at orlandoshakes.org. 
how are you guys with fruit? Like when you shop for fruit? I uh, what like what kind of fruit? Any fruit. Like I mean, a fruit that you're gonna eat the 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 cacara. Okay, like, like like an apple. An apple. Uh, um, a peach, a plum. I I buy apples in bags. So as long as it looks red and there's no like brown spots or nothing, I just throw the bag in the cart. What about you, Sandra? Yeah, I mean, apples I'll buy in bags. I'll inspect it to make sure there's none that are really soft. I'll touch them, make sure they're not bruised. How can you inspect it through a bag, first of all? I'm offended right now. <laughs> well, well, it's see-through. It's a see-through bag. It's not like it's a, a, a brown paper bag. I can kind of more or less see. Yeah, but there's at least 12 of them in there, isn't it? Or let's say there's six. You well, got it. I get a general idea. Like if five or six look good, I'm pretty sure the other five or six look just as good. Oh no! I gotta inspect every single fruit one by one. First of all, they I like I only like fruit when it's hard. I can't be at all soft anywhere. But some some fruit is actually preferred to be soft, like a peach. You don't want a peach. Nope. To be, what? Nope. Then My it's pe- not. Then it's not juicy. Yeah, it is. I like them. I like them that they need to be hard. A hard peach. Is Apricots not need to be hard for me. Peaches need to be hard. All right. Plum needs to be hard. How about oranges? Well, no, because you're gonna get you're gonna drink OJ. You want it to be soft. Okay, so, thank you. A yeah. soft fruit. So anyway, I was at Publix inspecting my fruit, and there's this lady hovering right behind me, and I can tell, kind of like when you're at a theme park and they're too close to you. I could tell that she was getting upset with me that I was taking too long. Right, because you yeah, because you were taking too long selecting your fruit. Well, right? go find another fruit then, lady. But uh-huh. anyway, I look back and I'm like, uh, is there a problem? She goes, no, no. So she says, I'm like. Yeah. The problem was you were taking too long. Like you're taking too long with the story. Right. right. So then when you let her, what happened? I scooted to the side and she just went in, grabbed three fruit, like you guys grabbing a bag, put yep. it in her bag and she walked away. Perfect. I was like, what? How can we be so polar opposites? But I see that you guys are that way well, too. Well, I would be upset if I'm behind you and I'm watching you putting your hands on all the fruit. <laughs> I would be like, no, now you just bought them. You don't get to like, you know, take the apple and like squeeze it and then toss it. Like uh, what? Don't you wash them when you get to the house? No, because I don't expect somebody to be like, you know, I don't expect I don't expect you to go in there and act like a masseuse for fruit and, you know, and handle all my fruit. You know, you should just know what you're picking, grab it and put it in the bag. No, it's got to be perfect. I'm paying for that fruit. It needs to look perfect. I bet you'll wash them now. Yeah, I'm going to wash them with soap. I'm That's gonna how I wash them. What about grapes? Grapes is the toughest. I can't stand that. I like I buy a bag of grapes and then when I get home, I go through them. One by one, and oh. then there's some that get thrown out. That's yeah. unfortunately that's the way because I can't sit in Publix and take out the grapes and go one by one and pick the ones I want. Oh, but why? I thought you were paying for them. Because they're they're on a they're stuck to the little twig. I can't pull them off the twig. So if I do, could, I would. You do that at home. Yeah, there's medication for that. I, I guarantee you, I could do that at. Pu- you know what? I might try that next time at Publix. See if they say anything. Also, with grapes, it's crazy because they can be nice and crisp when you buy them. And then, like two days later, they're just like, you know, like gushy, and yeah. and it's too mm-hmm. soft, and it's mm. nasty. But you just gotta be like, ah, eh. you don't freeze your grapes? No, I do. Tell me about that. I, I actually learned it from your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I never used to do that until I met your mother. My mom will freeze yes. her grapes, and uh, then you do what? Throw them in a drink? No, you take them out and you eat them, just frozen. Like you give them a few minutes to kind of thaw out a little huh. bit, but they're so cold and so good. I'm gonna have to try that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That was El Podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Jose Rodriguez. And I'm Sandra Rivera. Thank you so much, Sandra, for joining the podcast. Remember, mi gente, for more information on my shows, you can go to elliecastro.com. And you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can find me on social media under at Jose A-Rod. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank now. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>